inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. Hey, man, it is so, um, you know, it's a bittersweet, you know, that old bittersweet. There's a little sweetness to it, but a little tartness to it. It's a bittersweet uh, to be back home in uh, Texas here. I had a great time uh, in the Twin Cities, man. I was up there for two weeks. And really, that's what I want to talk about today. You know, uh, we go through life, and so many times we're so busy uh, that we can miss things. You know, we are unconscious creatures. Remember, part of what I do is I teach you how God made you. Uh, I teach you how that machine works. And and once you understand that, uh, it allows you to function at a higher level. And so we get busy, and there's lots of shiny objects in our world. And there's lots of uh, distractions. <clears throat> not all bad. But please don't hear. That's not necessarily bad. Sometimes it's good to be distracted by something grand in life. Uh, because life can be intense. Life can be serious. But we're running around and we're on an autopilot. We're going through the motions. Remember, our comfort zone is a graveyard. Our comfort zone is where things go to die. And sometimes we got to be pushed outside those comfort zones. Uh, because we won't willingly go, because it's warm, it's cozy, uh, we can rest, we can sleep. But life's not meant for sleeping. Life's meant for living. And there are times that we need to rest. There are times that we need to sleep. But I got to be honest with you, if one of your grandest goals in life is your quantity of sleep, you might want to check yourself, leader. You just might want to check yourself. And so in two weeks in the Twin Cities, we accomplished a lot. A man, and that's what I want to talk about today. But as a looking back, uh, phenomenal. And so today I, I want to go uh, and do a Twin Cities look back, if you will. Even though on the post it says Twin Cuties. That's just a little gentle gesture of love to my, my Twin City grads and friends. <laughs> but we're going to do a, a little bit of look back for the Twin Cities. You know, too many people, uh, unfortunately, and I'm just being honest with you, I, I've dealt with a lot of people, probably 15,000 people intimately. Too many people. Life is what happens while they're surviving. You know, the old saying is people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. But let me tell you, people don't plan to live a purposeless life. It just happens. As we get up each day, do our day, go to bed, get up the next day, and continue until the doctor's visit or until a packet of papers from an attorney about some dissolution of some relationship. See, when we have meaning, method, and a mantra, lives are impacted, destinies are created. And so today I, I want to talk for this hour of power about, uh, and it's a weird topic, and I'm going to call it What B.S. Jehovah Geppetto. And I'll explain it later. You know me. I kind of wet the appetite. I kind of have some nice hoardy orbs, you know, orders. Have some nice orders. Not to fill you up, but to entice you for the meal that's coming. Because the meal that's coming is really good. Now, those orders, those hoardy orbs, they might be pretty good. 
but it's not the main meal. It's just getting ready for the main meal. And then we always know that after the main meal comes a real good part, right? Comes dessert. But I want you to think about what life is. You know, here's this thing that we're all doing, right? We're all doing life. Some of us are doing it behind bars, physically or mentally. Some are doing it in front of bars. But remember the old saying, two men sit behind bars. One sees mud, the other sees stars. And interesting, they're both sitting behind bars. They're both in the same predicament that we know of. And yet, one is looking up and one is looking down. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. Our life uh, it can change immediately just by our attitude changing, just by our belief systems changing, just by our own self-confidence changing. See, if you want to be realistic, you got to go to some logic. You got to go to some reasoning. See, I intertwine reason and emotion. I'm an emotive person. Anybody that knows Mr. Black knows me. I'm an emotive person. So, but also I'm an intellectual person. God gave us two legs. Use them both. God gave us two eyes. Use them both. God gave us two hands. Use them both. Because you know what? My wife and I were talking. We're supporting this uh, friend of ours, B.E. Franklin. Uh, we're doing a fundraiser. She's got to generate $6,000 to fly. Her, her daughter has some liver disease, some liver thing that no one can figure out what's going on. They finally found a medical center that could help them. And so they need, she needs to raise money. This woman has helped us before when no one else would help us. This woman is scared. She doesn't know where to turn. Uh, God's tapping on her shoulders. Uh, and uh, it's a low point for her. But she's been brought into our life, and so now we're, we're setting this up. And please, if you want to help this child have a chance in life, go to likeitmatters.net slash, uh, what is it, nonprofit. Likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. We do a lot of things we're going to talk about today. But I want to go back to this thought before we get to break. Life is an undulating line. If you think about it, it has highs and lows, it has peaks and valleys. That's why if you see our logo, you see uh, that, that heartbeat sign. You know, the, the cardiac, the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. And that's a picture of life. Life is an undulating line. It can't just go one way. There's things called gravity, there's things called life, there's things called flesh, there's things, all kinds of things. Life is an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys, it has highs and lows. And what we've got to realize is life has value. The highs and the lows have value. And it is in the highs that we get to rest and revel, that we get to appreciate. But i got to be honest with you, it is in the lows where we grow. Uh, it is in the desert and the valleys that God instructs us. It is in the desert and the valley that when we have nowhere else to turn, uh, that we have to seek something above ourselves, something outside of ourselves. See, we are purpose-driven people. The whole study of logotherapy is a man's will to meaning. We are purpose-driven creatures. Uh, we have a homing device. We have a, 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 a void in our lives. That can only be that we're constantly working to fill it, and that it can only be filled with a, a relationship with the eternal God. See, we're called to be like God. We're called. We were made in the God class. In the beginning, God created. So our first introduction to God is as creator, and then twenty-five verses later, let us make man in our image, under our likeness. See it? We were made to create, and God showed us that the first thing you do when you create is you start with a mission. You don't know this. 
uh, you know, Genesis 9, people miss this. After the flood, after the flood, when God put those eight people back on solid ground, God made a covenant. Some of you missed this. Go to Genesis 9 when we're off the radio with me. Genesis 9, 3, everything that lives and moves above will be food for you. Just as I gave you green plants, I now give you everything. See, after the plant, after the flood, all of a sudden animal life was edible for man. But said you must not eat meat that has lifeblood in it. See, for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. Listen to what God's saying. He's saying, I'm going to demand accounting for your life. He said, for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal. Did you hear that? He didn't make this just with man. Animals, with every human being, I'll demand accounting for the life of another human being. And that's where God says, whoever sheds human blood by human shall their blood be shed. Death penalty. For in the image of God has God made man kind. And God tells us to go forth and multiply. He says, now I have established my covenant with you and your descendants after you 10 and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, all wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. I established my covenant with you. Never again will I destroy with the water. Never again. And I'll remember my covenant with you. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you remember? Today, we're going to talk about how you need a mantra you need a method, you you need a, a mission, but you know what you also need? Is you need to remember. Remember who you are. Remember why you're here. Remember whose you are. Remember where you're going. That's the key with living your life with purpose. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to look back at our two weeks in Minneapolis and show how all these apply. I'm Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, just back from two weeks in the beautiful Twin Cities. Had a chance to uh, uh, change eight people's lives with uh, Team 235 and Leadership Awakening. Uh, the great Lee Michaels was generous enough to allow me to uh, uh, to guest host his uh, his show that he does from five to six there in Minneapolis on AM nine eighty The Mission. Uh, it's a blast. Thank you again, Lee. It's a big chair to fill, and uh, my legs dangled as I sat in it. So just let you know, but uh, it was a blast, and uh, got to be on uh, radio with Pastor Solomon and Isaiah sixty one Ministries, and uh, spent some time with Gary, and uh, it was just a it was really a, a good time. 
got a chance to pour in some graduates to to build some relationships with with Trevor and with Jim and with David or should I say Dynamo. Uh, it was really a good around all around time. But you know, I get people all the time that uh, one of my biggest things is why am I here? What's my purpose? You know, a lot of people are just floating. They're just going through life. They're just existing, you know, and, and, and they're afraid. You know, we talk that life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. And, and God never gives us anything to hurt us. If you you got to realize God's a good father. And a good father, when you ask for bread or when you ask for water, isn't going to give you snakes or stones. A good father isn't going to hurt you. A good father might allow you to go through some struggles so that you can learn how powerful you are. A good father would allow you to maybe fail where he's looking behind you in the hidden. You don't know he's there, but he's ready to pick you up if he needs to, but wants you to learn how to, how to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. Because as we know, a righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up, but the wicked will stumble to ruin. And you don't learn how to get back up on your own. It takes practice, 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 right? You know the story. A good old boy from, from Georgia is up in New York City. He's doing some sightseeing, and he jumps into a taxi cab, and he asks his taxi cab driver, hey, Mac, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? And the guy said, that's easy. Practice, practice, practice. That's the best way. And so you got to realize that to give life meaning, you have to have a method. And to have that method, sometimes it needs to be supported by a mantra. You know why? You know why? Because we are driven by what's going on in our head. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. If you don't believe me, look up epigenetics. Look up some of the work of Dr. Uh, um, I can't think of her name, man. Carolyn. I can't think of her last name. But who, stole, who shut off my brain? C- Carolyn Leaf, Dr. Leaf. Who shut off my brain? Uh, turn on your brain. It's incredible. So epigenetics is basically we are 300 trillion cells. That's what's in us, 300 trillion cells. And basically uh, that, that dictates everything. Our thoughts, our emotions, our chemical reactions in our body can switch things on and off. That's what epigenetics is. Epigenetics is basically telling us that 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. Epigenetics is basically telling us that you're causing your own problems. Epigenetics is basically saying that you're not listening to God. You know, the two greatest commandments in the Bible are, are remember and do not fear. And if you put those together, that is a great mantra. Remember, do not fear. So you got to realize there, there's three parts to every human being, right? There's, there's the body, which is the machine. There's the mind, which runs the body, and the battle is in the mind. And so you got to learn the rules of the unconscious mind and how we create experience. And then there's a spiritual component. And so epigenetics, the study of the biological mecha- mechanisms that will switch genes on and off. See, you have genes It's called DNA, genetic material. And certain things you do uh, can shut off switches on these genetic codes. I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. You have a lot more control with what's going on inside your head and body than you realize. And when you allow other people to take hold of that and to, to manipulate you and to get you fear-based so you hate a boogeyman, whether that man's name is Trump or the boogeyman, and you get manipulated to hate and you're told what to think, you don't understand, and then you're, you put these injections in your body that alter your molecular structure because it's modified RNA. It shows you you're, you can modify your RNA. Why? Because there are switches on it. 
that you can turn those switches on or off based on your environment, your environment of thought, your environment of health, your environment of those circumstances around you. See, let me give you a quick biochemistry, genetics. Cells are fundamental working units of every human being. All the instructions required to direct these, their activities are contained within the uh, chemical deoxyribonucleic acid. You know what that's called? DNA. So DNA from humans is made up of approximately 3 billion nucleotide bases. I told you that. And 99.9% of us is the same. But one-tenth of 1% of 3 billion, that comes out to about 3 millions. All our genetic difference is in those 3 million pairs. But from those 3 billion pairs, there are four fundamental bases, types of bases that comprise DMA. We call it ACGT, adenine, cytosine, what is it? cytosine uh, guanine, and thymine. I might not have pronounced them actually right, but it's ACTG. The sequence or the order of this, these bases is what determines our life instructions. Our DNA sequence is mostly similar to that of a champ- chimpanzee, believe it or not. But it's, it's interesting. It's fascinating. That doesn't mean we come from monkeys. Stop that. That's just stupid. That's silly. We don't come from monkeys. So within the 3 billion bases, there are about 20,000 plus genes. Genes are specific sequences of bases that provide instruction on how to make important proteins. Okay? Just so you get that. So epigenetics controls your genes. Certain circumstances of life can cause genes to be silenced or expressed over time. In other words, they can be turned off, become dormant, or turned off, become active. This is what you got to get, and you're in control of that. So this is why you got to have a meaning, got to have a method, you got to have a mantra. So let me tell you what happened. So here it is. It's two weeks ago today, Tuesday, today's Tuesday. So two weeks ago, it was the 28th. So I wake up and the left side of my jaw is in pain. I feel like someone pulled out all my teeth. I'm getting ready to do my radio show and then drive for two days to get to Minneapolis to teach a three-day class. Uh, was all public speaking on my part. And then guest host radio shows, be interviewed on radio shows, and do four live radio shows besides the guest hosting ones. All that. And now it feels like my teeth have all been ripped out in the middle of the night. And so I start, I'm not feeling good. My wife convinced me, again, my wife has good information. I just got to learn to listen more often, uh, to wait, rest. It's not good for me to leave this way. So we rest. Wednesday morning, get up and leave at 4 o'clock in the morning. I get up at 3. I'm I'm terrible. I feel bad. I get a friend to give me uh, antibiotics, and I start pounding these antibiotics. So by, now Wednesday morning, my jaw is swollen. Swollen, I can't move it. I can't talk. After driving all day and popping antibiotics, I triple dosed them. I'm supposed to take one uh, three times a day once. I would take two, four to five times a day just to get the event. And my jaw is swelling up, swelling up, swelling up. So now it's Thursday morning. It looks like I got a baseball in my jaw. Uh, But uh, I know it's the pain is not what it was before. So it's healing. Now in about 12 hours, I'm getting ready to go on the uh, go start a class. And so it's, I'm, I'm working it. I'm gargling with sea salt. I'm putting uh, lime oil on it. Uh, I'm gargling with uh, um, peroxide. As a matter of fact, every day in class when I woke up, Friday morning when I woke up, Saturday morning when I woke up, my pillow was covered with blood because it was just pouring out of my mouth because that, that pus pock was draining. This is how I taught a class. But this is what I get to. So here it is now. It's Saturday morning. I got eight incredible people in this class. 
uh, eight lives have changed. Two women who, man, just became alive, uh, have a lot of pain in life, have a lot of abuse, some self-inflicted, some other-inflicted, and just became free. Powerful women went in there as like lambs, came out like lions from the tribe of Judah. On fire, these six men, uh, good men, two young men, two 18-year-old men, uh, young men who, uh, man, just uh, were awesome, and then six men who were working to be the best versions of themselves. Incredible class. But here we are, first half final exam, Saturday morning. I is, feel like terrible. I feel like I'm ready to die. Uh, my jaw is swollen. I got ice on my thing. I got to get ready to go in, and now I got to raise the bar. And I honestly sit there. I, it's time for me to open the door. And I'm, I'm in tears. I'm not crying out to God, God, I, I can't do this. God, I can't do this. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I, honestly, as God is my witness, I had tears. And all of a sudden, as I'm sitting there, I hear this in my head. I am Jehovah Geppetto. And I, like, stopped. I'm, I'm, I had tears coming up. And I, I heard it again. I am Jehovah Geppetto. And being Mr. Black, a little, I got a little Peter in me. You know, Peter had to always open his mouth when he showed up his mouth. <laughs> you know what I said? I said, who am I? And you know what I heard? Pinocchio. And you know what I did? I laughed. I laughed out loud. And my staff is looking at me like, what? Did he lose it? Did he just go nuts on me? Is that it for black? Did he just, is he fried? And I go from tears to laughing. And then, because I know my meaning, and then, because I know my method, you know what I did? I espoused my mantra out loud. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. In my weakness, his strength is perfected. I must decrease so he can increase. And then one last time I checked in with Jehovah Geppetto. And I said, here we go, Lord, pull the strings. And the door opened and those eight men came in or those eight people came in, six women, I mean six men and two women, uh, and lives were changed. And when I ended that class, my jaw and my face felt better, looked better than when I started. But I had to ride the undulating line. It wasn't just riding the peaks. It wasn't just enjoying the high times. It wasn't just enjoying the times on the mountain of God. But it was taking those valleys. It was taking those low points. It was reminding myself who I am, why I'm here, whose I am, and putting meaning and method behind everything I was doing. And after the break, we're going to show you how you can truly live your life like it matters and keep it simple, soldier. I'll show you how. We'll be right back. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. 
Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. And I'm back in Dallas, Texas, uh, but we're also back on the radio. Uh, you know, I for those that don't know, I, I do live Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then most of the times, I record shows for Monday and Friday. But uh, my live time is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I love it. I love being live. There's nothing like it. But there's... Live is cool. It's half cool. But being live in the studio with Lee Michaels or with, with John, uh, that's, a, that's a blessing. When I can look up and see that window and see someone looking at me, and I know there's at least one person listening to me. Well, maybe Lee's not listening, but he's there. I can see him. I can see him, man. <laughs> that's that's such a blessing. Yeah. And I, and I don't do the radio uh, for any personal gain. I know that sounds weird. Uh, I do it because I think I'm called to do it. See, I do it because I believe that God's prepared me for such a time as this, just like Esther, just like John the Baptist. John's job was to prepare the way for the uh, the coming of the Lord. Uh, and I believe, be honest with you, that my job is to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. And today we're talking about, uh, you know, three M's again. I've been hitting this, this for a while. I did it, actually open this up on Lee's show when I uh, 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 hosted Crosswalk on that Tuesday, July 5th. God just gave it to me. God does this a lot. He just downloads to me in the now moment. And I get this piece that I build entire classes around in a in a 60-second span. And God, when I was getting ready for Lee's show, gave me this. The three M's of L-L-L-I-M. Uh, it, it's fascinating. And I live it. God just breaks it down. Here's what I've been having you do. It's about meaning. It's about method. And it's about mantra. And the mantra is about the narrative. Just so you know, I use mantra because it has an M in it. But mantra is a narrative, something you say over and over and over. And remember, it's all about the narrative. You know, remember when Clinton ran for office, it's all about the economy, stupid? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's all about the narrative, stupid. Why do you think there's a control of the narrative? Why do you think Facebook wants to control what you believe? Why do you think Zuckerberg spent half a billion dollars putting Democratic operatives in key election offices? He, I mean, it's proven. It's not, it's not hearsay. That's not a conspiracy. It's fact. I had a half a billion dollars, and he put Democratic operatives in key state. Uh, look at it. It's factual. He's not denying it. It's written about. It's clear. So all that to control the narrative. What's the narrative? That Donald Trump's the boogeyman. Fear him. Don't fear the devil. Don't fear apostasy. Don't fear falling away. Don't fear China, Russia, but fear white Christians and Donald Trump. So if you guys don't see how you're being played there, then we're all in big trouble, mister. So let me give you my mission statement. This is my purpose for being, if that matters at all. I don't normally share that per my personal mission. I don't think I've ever shared on the radio in seven years. So let me share my mission. It's I am committed to dying daily to myself and my desires. I'm a conduit of the Holy Spirit. It is not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I'm the hands and feet of my Lord Jesus Christ, and daily I put on his heart and his mind. I am living the method. See a need, meet a need. My mantra is fulfill all the divine appointments that God has planned for me and to live my life for my Lord and for others, being the best father, husband, leader, human, child of God that I'm created to be. I commit to do all these things daily until I can hear those words from the Bema seat of Christ. Well done, my good and faithful servant. 
I'm committed to do this with passion, heart, body, and soul to the glory of Yahweh. That's my mission. See, within that is my meaning. Within that is my method. And within that is my mantra. And what you got to realize is that there's a lot of dross. There's a lot of stuff gets gets attached to us as we go through life. And see, that's why I love my leadership class. It is a fiery furnace. Because we have people come in and see what happens. Remember that undulating line I talk about? The undulating line, you got to think of a heartbeat. If you're hooked up to an EKG machine, right? You see the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. It's an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys, highs and lows. That's what life is. If you were having chest pains, and you go to an operating room or you go to an emergency room or you go to a quick care center, they're going to hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine. And they're going to want to see that design, that rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. And see, it's such a powerful metaphor for life. See, the high points represents the good stuff. The low points represent the valleys, the darkness, the struggles, the troubles, the unfairness, the injustice, Right? And so what we have a tendency to do is we have a tendency to whittle on both ends. And after you whittle down for a while, then you become numb. You become permanently encased in your comfort zone. Don't you get it? Remember I keep telling you that your comfort zone is the graveyard. Get out of it. There's a time to live and there's a time to die. Your comfort zone is a graveyard. That is where your relationship with God goes to die. That is where your relationship with your spouse goes to die. That is where your passion for your work goes to die. That is where your purpose for going through this, excuse my language, hell on earth, and then you die. It is appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. You will stand before the judgment seat of God, either the white throne judgment of God the Father or the Bema seat of Christ. And both are works-based, but one is based on whether you get into heaven or not, and the other is based on what rewards you get because you're already in heaven. And it's your job to know the difference. It's your job to decide while you still have breath on this side of eternity to choose which team are you on? Are you on God's team or are you on the world's team? Are you in God's team or in your flesh's team? Are you in God's team or are you on the other team? Because there's only two teams. And so what happens is because we get disappointed because as young people have dreams and hopes and passions and desires, we got that those hormones going through us. We can conquer the world. Again, you line up 100 people age 25, and you ask them all if they're all going to be successful by the time they're 65. Every single one of them would affirm absolutely, without doubt, you can put money on it. 38 of them don't even make it. They're dead. Of the rest, I think one to three are, are self-sufficient and the rest are either dead or dead broke or dependent for somebody else I was driving to, to Minneapolis and stopped at a rest station it's uh, I don't know 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I go in the bathroom and this guy had to be 70 years old he's gasping for air he's slowly shuffling along and he picks up a rag and rinses it out and then slowly drops to his knees 
and starts wiping down a toilet. Now, do you think that guy at 25 years old said in 65 years, I hope that I can be wiping toilets at a rest stop? Do you think that guy was there because he has a passion for wiping toilets? Do you think that guy was there because he just wants to make a difference? No. You know why that guy was there? Because that guy had to be there. It rips my heart out. If I had the money, I would give him $100,000 there and say, enjoy your life. Spend time with your family. Commit to God. Rest. That's what I would have said. See, what happens in life is we get disappointed. We get let down. We have expectations and they're broken. And then we get disappointed. So you know what people stop doing? I'm ready for this. They stop dreaming. They stop having hope. They stop uh, having that passion run through their veins. Six months after marriage, most people aren't having great physical, intimate relations anymore. This is just the reality of the flesh. And you got to realize that there's a battle going on. That my, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. This is what you got to know thyself. And then on the pain part. So that's the top part. So don't go hiding. We're bringing it down to that, that middle level. Because, we, you know, expectations are the seeds of disappointment, some people believe. So they stop dreaming. And if I don't dream and if I don't have any expectations, then I can't be disappointed. And this is what the Democratic Party has done on their plantation with black people. I'm just being honest with you. They've become your savior They've told you you're a victim, and they keep you on the plantation. And you better think the way they tell you to think, and you better vote the way they tell you to vote, or they're going to call you every name. They're going to treat you like Herschel Walker or Clarence Thomas. Uh, They're going to teach you like uh, our our good friend Herman Cain when he ran for office. Do you see how the Democrats, all those races, attacked him as a black man, all just sexualized women? I mean, it was, it, I was appalled. Anytime a black person uh, is a conservative and wants to play big, the Democratic Party and progressives, they beat them down. They call them Uncle Tom. They do all that. And so a lot of people have been beaten into submission. And so a lot of people in this pain, maybe not beaten in submission by society, but maybe by parents or by a childhood or a past or a trauma or drama. And so what happens is people stop feeling. They just let it roll off their back. They, and nothing gets to them anymore. And so they don't go too low. And I want you to picture it. If you don't go too high and that high point is now middle and you don't go too low and that low point is now middle, you know what that's called? That's called a flat line. And you know what? If you're ever hooked up to an EKG machine, unless there's a technical error, you will never see a flat line. Do you know why? Because you're dead. Stick a fork in it. And now you're going to find out if there's a God or not. And now it's too late to change anything. And then you know what's going to happen is then there's going to be a funeral for you. There's going to be a box in front of a room and a lot of people are going to show up. And you know what they're going to talk about? What did you do? with your life and you know what it's going to come down to what meaning did you give your life what was the purpose why did you get up each day do what you do go home and I get up the next day do it again and again and again and what was your method to accomplish that how are you going to do it because if you don't picture out or pinpoint a how you don't write it out then it just becomes a good thought and so what was the method to accomplish that that's what you're going to hear at your eulogy And then you know what else you're going to hear? 
Ah, I remember Black used to say this all the time. Black used to say, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Black used to say, dot, dot. see, what you're going to hear is the meaning, the method, and the mantra. So do you know what that means? We better get to work on it, right? After the break, let me give you some more info. We'll be right back. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is Black, and we are back to the hour of power. You know, I love to call it the hour of power. And actually, the other day when I was in uh, Minneapolis and uh, uh, getting ready to guest host, I had, I had heard uh, Lee, or maybe it was the other show, uh, my morning show, he, Lee had did a recording and said, you get ready for the hour of power. And that put a big old smile on my face to hear Lee say that. It's the hour of power. Yeah, because that's what it is. You know, we have one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate. No, man, not that one. <laughs> it's the brain. It has unlimited plasticity. And this is what we're talking about. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again? How do you know if you're on course or off course? How do you know if today was a good day or a bad day? Right? You gotta have meaning to your life. And that's usually in the form of a mission statement. Uh, I think for the first time in seven years, I shared my personal mission statements. I'm going to share it again. I had someone text me, could you share it again? Sure. So this is what it actually says at the very top. God's mission for the child of God named Scott V. Black. I didn't share that. That's what it says at the top. And then here's my mission. I'm committed to dying daily to myself and my desires. I'm a conduit of the Holy Spirit. It is not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I'm the hands and feet of my Lord Jesus Christ. And daily I put on his heart and his mind. I am living the method, see a need, meet a need. My mantra is to fulfill all the divine appointments that God has planned for me in advance and to live my life for my Lord and for others, being the best father, husband, leader, human, child of God that I'm created to be. I commit to do all these things daily until I can hear those words from the beam of seat of Christ, well done, my good and faithful servant. I am committed to do this with passion, heart, body, and soul to the glory of Yahweh. It's who I am. It's what I do. It's the quality in which I do it. See, that's what a mission statement is. That gives you meaning. And then the method is pretty easy. Like I said, I see a need, I meet a need. I don't need to go to Africa on a mission trip. I go to Sturgis every year on a mission trip, but I technically don't need to go there. It's just something I do. It's something I do. My, my ministry is the people that God puts in front of me. I already know that. I have a different, I, I don't have passion for the lost. I have passion for the people that God put in front of me. Some are lost, some are found, and some have, were found but seem to be lost at this moment, and I have to help them get back to be found. That's why I do what I do, but it's not just a weekend class. That's why I use the example, the best way to explain my training is the story of George Bernard Shaw, the famous writer. Near the end of his life, he was with a group of reporters, and he was asked by these, someone in the group this simple question. Hey, George, if you had to live your life all over again, 
and you could be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? And he thought about it for a moment and said, you know what? If I could live my life all over again and be anybody I wanted to be, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. And what he was talking about was living his full potential without the fear, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems, without carrying the chains of pain from his past into other people's future. And life is an undulating line. You know, I was listening to uh, Air One or something, and one of the guys, Ashton, whatever the guy's name is, you know, he, he's told a story. He goes, you know, you know, we have kids. He said, sometimes they, they ask you questions, and they're tough questions. And, and he's really belaboring this point, like, and, uh, and don't know how to answer them. I'm thinking, wow, what do they ask you? Like, uh, you know, so he goes, one day my, my, my six-year-old daughter came home and asked me a question that just floored me. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, did she asked me, like, you know, something about, do, am I a boy? Or am I, I'm thinking, you know, all this. And he said, uh, that question was, here was the question. His daughter asked him, Dad, what happens when you die? And he's like belabored, like, oh my gosh, and I, and I, and I, and I pause, and, and I started thinking about, like, wow, that's a big question. And I'm thinking, it's not that big of a question, dude. If you're supposedly like Christian, and that kid's six years old, my, 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 my Benaiah knew who God was when I turned four years old, uh, saw me praying, worshiping, uh, we knew about we go to heaven, explaining it to him. So I'm thinking, why is this such a big deal for a six-year-old kid? I mean, dude, you must not be a good Christian. You must not know your word. And so he's belaboring the point. He goes, okay, so I started with, okay, well, when you die, um, uh, you go to heaven. And he goes, that, that was a good beginning, right? He goes, oh, okay. And, and he's going on, and he's believing this point, and he's, I'm like, man, this is not that big of a deal, dude. And then he goes this, and then he says, well, then after I said that, he said, my daughter goes, no. No, I know that, Dad. I mean, when you die, where does all your stuff go? Do I get it? <laughs> it's like, ow, wow. That hurt. <laughs> and she was asking about when people die. She wanted to know when she got my stuff. You know, <laughs> what happened to my stuff? And ladies and gentlemen, you know, from the mouth of uh, from the from the mouth of a child, right? What about you? Is that the meaning of your life? All your stuff. And where does your stuff go? I don't want to say the stupid statement that nobody, uh, there's never been a, a moving van following a hearse. To her. Of course you don't take anything with you. But you know what you do? You can send stuff ahead. Yeah, you can send stuff ahead. You can forward your stuff, your rewards, your blessings. They're called treasures in heaven. And you're never going to get treasures in heaven if you don't learn your meaning and method and mantra on this earth. Because what the treasures you get in heaven is for what you've done once God made you realize you're one of his and you're called out and your life is not your own. Uh, it's a sacrifice uh, that is not you who lives in you, but God who lives in you. The Holy Spirit's job is to help you by being your, by being your Geppetto and you are his Pinocchio. Let him pull your strings. Come and tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, someone's pulling your strings. Who's your Geppetto? Is your Geppetto Jehovah? I am Jehovah Geppetto, and you are Pinocchio? Or is your Geppetto the Biden administration? Is your Geppetto the Democratic Party? Is your Geppetto CNN and MSNBC? Is your Geppetto all this hateful racism from the left? CRT is the most racist thing. I don't think we've had a more racist White House president and administration for 100 years. The only difference is the racism. He just changed colors. He's still a racist. 
He just changed colors. And if you're okay with him being a racist with colors changed, then you're a racist. Dr. King said you cannot drive out hatred with hatred. Only love can do that. Dr. King said you cannot drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. And I'm going to finish his logical flow of this conversation. You cannot drive out racism with racism. Only understanding can do that. And so you've got to understand who you are and why you're here. See, this is why I do my leadership training. Leadership awakening, that's what it is. It's two and a half day fiery furnace. It cleans you up. Leadership awakening is based on the principle of the constant, never-ending improvement, canine. In the corporate world, it's called lean manufacturing, six sigma, lean sigma. It's about continual improvement. It does not matter what a person does for a living, whether they have a job or not. This is about maximizing the potential you were created with. When you improve the person, you improve their performance. And so this is inside-out training. When you improve their performance, you improve their relationships both inside and outside, both personal and business. Again, this is inside-out training based on how we operate. Leadership Awakening teaches people how they work, how they create experience, and how they have much more control of their lives than they realize up until now. And that brings in the study of epigenetics. We learned that we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environments are the head and the heart. We are so busy and have so many distractions that sometimes we need to slow down, change environments, take an inventory. And Leadership Awakening is a situational leadership experience that allows you to pull off the busy road of life and focus on the one person you have absolute control over, and that's yourself, for two and a half days. To take a personal inventory of your life and to ask the important existential questions, make some changes based on those new revelations. It's like a reboot, a recharge, a restart to the rest of your life, a new beginning with a cleaned up mind and resuscitate a heart. And the great news is that this is a process. I've been doing it for 30 years. All you have to do is sign up. Go to likeitmatters.net slash enroll now. Enroll dash now. Follow the process laid out in front of you. I put everything in front of you. You don't have to figure out anything. I figured it out. All you got to do is trust the process, trust me, and commit. Whatever I put in front of you, press the go button. If you want more out of life, more to yourself, more to your relationships, this 48 hours is the answer to that. And then this radio show supports that. And I want you to know, we see a need, we meet a need. We got Jimbo in Tampa Bay that we support with his ministry. We got Richard in India who we support, and they're under, they've been locked down for years now. We got Kawuki in Uganda. We got the hearts and minds of people. We had eight people in class, two of which were gifts of ours, that they were there on our dime because they needed to go and they didn't have the funds. And so we see a need, we meet a need. This is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This radio show supports that and builds on that. But there's more in you. How bad do you want it? Who's pulling your strings? It doesn't matter what happens to you. What matters is what happens in you. It doesn't matter the cards that life has dealt you. What matters is how you play them. The battle's in the mind. And if you don't understand how the battle's being waged, then you're losing the battle. And ladies and gentlemen, you're better than that. Let me help you realize how much better than that you are. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. 
Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.